Hello everyone and welcome back to Eating Salads. It's me again, Austin Crosby. I am uh, dealing with Casey right now, just being crazy. I'm trying to figure out what kind of thing we want to watch this evening. Last night we started Generation V and I fell asleep right away and she then must have done something to my neck because I woke up this morning with a crazy hurt neck. And uh, it's whatever, we've been rolling with it, moving. We just did a uh, scooter and a bike ride where we had some drunk guy trying to make friends with us the last couple blocks. And we were just like, uh-uh, nope. Basically, no is how I react to that kind of thing. Um, but that helped, I think, riding around, etc. Um, busy night out on the streets. Busy night indeed. There were a lot of people walking. Uh, it becomes... Well, you know how cursive was taught in schools and it was pretty useless? It's very frequent in life that I've run into the issue of usually families walking Two, three, four, five, six abreast, cluelessly. And then the person who tries to warn their family is shrugged off, ridiculed. What? We're in the way, you know. Oh, we're in the way? It's like, yeah, you're a wall of people in matching clothes. Please move. You're in a bike lane. Anyway, uh, we had a bacon Caesar with also wine country chicken salad over it. So that was a very good salad that we recently had. Uh, it's been a good food day. We met up with Grandma, even though our neck was sore. We made time for Grandma. And uh, she was pretty silly today. She made us laugh pretty hard because we tried BJ's. BJ's Brew House, um, which was interesting, mixed between a chain um, sports bar and a chain steakhouse, but definitely a step above, say, Red Robin, step above Chili's, not quite to the level of like the Cheesecake Factory. Where is the nearest Cheesecake Factory? Probably in Denver, if even Centennial or something. Um, yeah, Grandma and I had burgers. And what was funny is she was just playing with her food. She'd be like, oh, have a fry. Take as many as you'd like. And then she would like dump her hands into the fries and like push them across her plate. And you're like, oh, thanks. Cool, we will. And it was just funny because you can't tell like what she's thinking really. I think she's generally full and can't eat more and wants you to eat it. But you're like, yeah, dude, those that's like six dollars worth of fries. Just don't, just don't put your hands all deep in them. We'll eat them. But yeah, it worked out. Good burger. Uh, and then we went to go see a movie that I guess I'll finish on. I'll talk about this for a minute. It was the Gareth Edwards directed. Son of Denzel Washington starring 
the creator, which honestly is a uh, cop-out title. I think that the title would tell you a lot about this movie, right? Because it could should have been called Nermada or even The Mother. That would have given it away. Well, it wasn't much of a twist, but basically the creator is the creator of AI who, I don't know, weirdness to say about this movie is that it was very well executed. It was well crafted. So you feel, and this is one of the most frustrating common occurrences, I feel like I am not at liberty to complain or to judge a movie that was so well crafted for ways it could have been better or ways it left me feeling unsatisfied. And I think that this movie, the two ways you could look at it is that this guy, Gareth Edwards, he made Star Wars Rogue One, but he did not make Star Wars Mandalorian television show. If he could have, it would have been a lot like The Creator, which he went on to make instead. And uh, Casey saw the trailer, did not know it was not Star Wars. It's definitely not. It is like a 2070s near-future AI dystopian Vietnam War movie. But it uh, doesn't subvert enough. The premise is that there is a special operations guy, like in Tenet, this guy's other movie, who is sent on a plot that involves his uh, wafering love, I guess, for someone who you don't see him have any real connection to. He's got to uh, find someone he cares for, but you don't really believe that he cares for, but he does. He definitely does, because they're beautiful. He's got to find them. And uh, in the midst of like this beautiful um, like Malaysian, Nepalese, not even, what's Bangladeshi? I don't know. Like It's that whole region of New Asia. And uh, you could really compare this movie to Blade Runner 2049. You could really compare it to... Those other couple I mentioned a minute ago. Really The Mandalorian and Rogue One. And Tenet. But I think that the simplest thing was that he was like, hey, let's do, what if the Vietnam War was over artificial intelligence and what if it took place in like 2070? 100 years later. That's actually kind of crazy. It's only 100 years later, 2070. In 1970. They feel further than that. 1970 feels like infinity away. And so does 2070. I guess that's what 50 years feels like. Well. I don't know man. It it did just leave me being like. Oh okay. Or Elysium is another similar movie. District 9 is another similar movie. That uh, it was well done. And I just wish they would have subverted it further because I really really love Blade Runner 2049 I really really love Ex Machina and this is in that wheelhouse it was ready to be there Um, there were definitely some really cool scenes 
uh, I will say that one of the main set pieces is an orbital weapons space station that I just found totally unnecessary. It is the Death Star of this movie, which is familiar from the Rogue One kind of uh, similarities I mentioned, right? Same director. But just this idea that the Resistance fighters, they want to destroy this orbital weapon where you can't help but be like, why? What good would that do you? I mean, the orbital weapon is a really cool set piece. It um, lasers down on the Earth, revealing, by the way, that it's about to attack, which seemed instantly seemed fishy to me. They would give them such a warning. And for what? It would just use non-visible lasers. Like, why would it use visible light lasers for its targeting? Anyway, it was cool looking. So... You can't help but think like, oh, why wouldn't they just use fighter jets? Where does this do better than fighter jets? Because you could have the exact same kind of air dominance with traditional planes. But they, they go, oh, you know, the Western world has spent 10 years building this space station. And immediately I'm like, well, that's dumb. I hope the next one doesn't take them that long because... You know what I mean? It just seemed like that. They really were like, oh, it's called Nomad. They were like, oh, Nomad, it's our ace up our sleeve. And I couldn't, I could not see it. I could not see it. But that goes about how you'd expect. So it's, it's just one of those things. I said, <clears throat> I texted my friend Will, and I was like, if I set you up the first 20 minutes and then said, what happens next? over and over, you would give me the exact same movie. Like, there's no way you couldn't, I feel like. Anyway. And in that way, it's on, it's on subject, because I said to Casey, it could have been written by AI. And it is a movie about AI rights. Because, and it was cool, and looked cool kind of premise, the new Asian countries are open to AI. And so they're harboring AI. But then the Western world is trying to snuff out, almost like the, uh, well, you know, like the Viet Cong or like the Taliban. They're trying to snuff out the AI bases. And you would think from like the kind of description you're given, you're like, okay, so new Asia is one new country. Do they have a functioning government that's like fighting a war against these? Not, I, yes, but it's not, I don't know. The geopolitics aren't very well laid out because the, you're, they're kind of fighting freedom fighters, but it seems like the freedom fighters are just like living in anarchy almost. But there are police of New Asia and they are militarized, but they are working almost in cahoots with the AI in, in air quotes, the AI. It's not super well laid out. But neither was like Akira. I feel like Akira was kind of mysterious in that regard. So that wouldn't have been strictly necessary. You kind of do understand, oh yeah, everyone wants the girl. You know what I mean? Oh, they're all looking for him. But... And then there's this other element of like, they get around the world too quickly. I know that there is space travel, but they're, uh, I don't know. There's only one 
space base. So you would want to maintain, and it moves. It's not like actually orbital, but it is in orbit. I don't know. It seemed to be free maneuvering and not just like stuck spinning around the Earth. So I have questions about how that, all that how all that works. So anyway, thank you very much. Come again tomorrow. <laughs>